We're off. <laughs> you sure? We good? Everything's good? Yeah. You All know right. what? We've uh, got new cables. Hopefully no more uh, technical difficulties and interruptions. We've lost a couple of podcasts to the abyss, to some bad uh, some bad chords. That's all right. We'll make up for it. Oh, they, you know what? The problem is, is that they, I believe they were made in China. China. <laughs> China. <laughs> you know, I just want something to keep working when I need it that, to. That China, that, that human rights example that we should all be following, right? <laughs> oh, come on. Don't they set the standard, Justin, for human rights? Uh, we're, <laughs> we're hip deep in business with them. I, uh, I put that to my member of parliament and I said, you know, why is it exactly that we're still doing business with China? And you know what his response immediately to that was? And nobody else will. Right? He says, would you rather be doing business with Trump? And I was like, what? 100% I would. <laughs> is that a rhetorical question? <laughs> you know, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe the balls on that guy. It's like, you got to be kidding. Have we, have we automatically gone to the Trump argument? What? Like, <laughs> first of all, if it's nearly as bad as you say it is, <laughs> it can't be any worse than this. Well, our, our guy is just out of control. I don't, I don't see human rights violations being committed in, in by Trump do you no 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 I guess depending on who you ask right? yeah well you know everybody being offended is uh, tantamount to a person is that a human rights violation now just because it's, someone it's gets attack. gets their feathers ruffled oh yeah you know what get somebody's feathers ruffled you know uh, have a sympathetic government ca- call it hate speech well if that's the case and I'm sure I'd be Guilty of thousands of of human rights violations well, over the years. Well, could you ima- could you <laughs> could you imagine if they made it a law and then they retroactively sort of enforced it? You know, could you imagine? Sorry, guys, I'm drinking coffee. I need a coffee. Yeah, I know. So, no oh offense. yeah, oh yeah. To all the guys out there that yeah. don't like listening to Coach Nick slurp his coffee, sorry, it's That's, been a long it's been yeah. a long day. <laughs> not yeah, I'm not really going to worry about it too much. <laughs> so okay, so we've got Justin Trudeau and the wee scandal, which is which has supplied us with enough material. Wee scandal, <laughs> as in as in not tiny or or reference to uh, an issue of size when we say we like the Scots do. No, it's it's like it's, a wee lad. This this is like unbelievable. I mean, it all started with like nine hundred and twelve, you know, million dollars being put forward to this uh, charity. Well, so yeah, create create some create a um, uh, uh, what is it a jobs program for youth when there was already a jobs program for youth created by the federal government, and then. Let's see. What do we have here? Oh yeah. So it went to the the money went to a Shell real estate company, <laughs> and then we find out that uh, Maggie Castro yeah. <laughs> was paid a bunch of money, as <laughs> as was as as was Trudeau's brother, <laughs> and then we find out that the number that they were paid that Maggie Castro was paid was wrong. And it's it's higher than it was. Okay, what then was now, initially reported. Ju- just just for clarification, because I know you're kidding. Uh, you're talking about uh, Margaret Trudeau. Yes, Maggie Castro. <laughs> you know, it's it's Trudeau. Or is it Maggie Jagger? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, she apparently gave some glowing. Oh, I yeah. bet she gave a lot of glowing things S- over the years. Speeches, uh, you know, to. 
that were probably written for her. Oh, no, 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 no. Who better, right, than to, uh, to educate the public about, you know, mental illness? Than someone who falls over with their legs open uh, to anybody who comes along. Like, well, sorry, sorry. You might want to get the kids out of the room, guys. <laughs> Everyone, like. No, but you know what? Like, honestly, um, the idea, like, I mean, let's, let's, let's steer back into the series for a second. Fair enough. You know, true, true. <laughs> Trudeau, in rare form, has um, you know spent taxpayers' dollars or put it forward to this organization that has um, made payments to his mother, who didn't begin doing any kind of public speaking. She was paid for by we until he was elected. I thought there was something before. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, like it's, didn't that that came out in the last day or two, didn't it? That's, that's just today. Just today. That was just today. Just okay. Today, I, I saw that in the feed, and I mean, you can you can go up and down the feeds, and it's like there's something new and exciting going on, like every half hour. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> last couple of days, it's you know, been a flurry. I, you know, part of the reason why I think the public is having such a hard time seeing it is probably because like there's just so much. They ridiculous. haven't been able to digest the the previous week's materials and there's something new coming up before they fully and then the previous week's materials still has those you know new strings attached coming up to it or coming up uh associated with it right so it's like okay wait we got to add that on wait there's something new hold on there's something that again that just popped up about the we scandal wait now it's it's they're trying to testify and they're avoiding questions and it's which is they're they're calling for the course they're calling meetings early they're trying to trim down justin trudeau's uh you know, testimony time to one hour instead of three. Yeah. I, I can see Paul, uh, Paul Vier is, uh, he's a he's, bulldog. He's mad. He's all over Pierre. Pierre he is he's, a bulldog. You know what? I, I love I, it. I love that guy. Right. He is. He's like Caleb McEnany. You know in what? The, well, with of the blonde attraction, attractive yeah. look, right? He's, but. he's just all over, uh, those two brothers and who, who, by the way, didn't look at all like they were up to no good when they didn't answer the question directly. Oh, just yeah, uh, clearly, <laughs> clearly Trudeau's handlers have been coaching them on how to, right. how to answer questions oh from a liberal god. perspective. Oh my, oh my god. Anybody who hasn't seen it, you got, was that today or yesterday? That was today. That was today. So if you go on Pierre Polivare's and I, and I apologize if I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. If you go on his Twitter feed, he posted the two-minute video today of him posing one question to the Kielberger brothers, and it's a simple... It, he con- puts it in context. All they have to do is say yes or no. <laughs> so it's it's like going from Hamilton to... Tr- and they answered it. I'll give you an analogy. Going from Hamilton to Toronto on the 403, yeah. they decide to go from Hamilton to Toronto through Michigan. <laughs> that's that was if i had to sum up how they answered and they still didn't answer they no. just still didn't say yes no, or no no this is this is what the public has to see i've been telling people for the last five years just watch the parliamentary sessions and you'll see classic global form and you'll see you'll see no there's no answers it's supposed to be uh q a but it's just q with no real a and the room seems to be filled with liars like it seems like very simple questions you know yes or no did you guys did yeah. you guys did you guys do this no we did not okay well here's the proof here's the proof that we have no, but, that you the, did but the best part is like okay we did but um there was a reason for it <laughs> but it wasn't even that it, it wouldn't if you haven't had a chance to see it mark or if anybody out there hasn't had a chance to see it, it, it he asked the question twice yeah. and the first time they apparently answered it took about a minute and 15 seconds then he re-asked it the exact same way yeah. 
and it was it was dodge a bullet again. Let's go through Michigan to get to Toronto mm-hmm. both times. The first time they answered that, they started talking about their their answer include their the the answer include their answer included bringing up uh, um, not was it text messages or was it twi- Twitter posts in reference to the question that was asked. And and, yeah, it's and, all, and it's all there in black and white. And Pierre Paul there's looking like I don't want to I don't care it. about Twitter. Like I'm not asking about what has been posted on Twitter. It's got not, like answer the question. And he grilled him hard. Then then they accuse him of, of threatening him. I know. Because he brought up because he brought up because <laughs> he decided to bring up the, the what the legal responsibility is in that type of situation when answering a question. Mm-hmm. So Oh, yeah. Well, we're feeling quite threatened right now, and it's like, oh, boy. You want to feel threatened? Come on. Let's go up behind the woodshed. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think I think that they're definitely looking to play to people's sympathies. Um, you know, they're, they're doing the same old shit. If you've never seen them caught in a lie. I, I like watching this government get caught in a lie only because I like to watch the shit storm that follows. Because usually the lie is a pretty big one. It's like, you know, I was never there. <laughs> Well, you know, yeah, yes. Um, did you did you spend this money? Well, yes, we did. Or did you did you um, you know inflict some sort of pressure on Jody Wilson Ray Bolton? No, I did not. You know, she's quite happy working for us and uh, with you know with the Liberal Party. And if she had a real problem, I don't yeah. imagine that would be con- you know could continue to be the case. I like. And then then Jody Wilson is like immediately resigns from yeah. the, the party. Yeah, she's it, real happy. And it keeps on and it keeps on going. I would really like to see her join the conservative party oh i hope i hope to heck somebody if they haven't already done so one of the one of the four leader candidates have said if i get elected please join it like give them a front bench position yeah they're like her paula Vare would be great up there rona ambrose mm. man that would be a team and a half yeah Good lord. Well, you know, I you know, I I don't know much about her, uh, but Leona Alislev, uh, she walked across the floor, um, I think in year three. Do you know who I'm talking about? There's a member of there, Pro- there, was, there a, was a liberal who crossed the floor. Yeah, that's Le- that's Leona Alislev. But she, she she left or joined the liberals? No, no, no. She left she left the liberals and she's joined the conservative party. Okay. Oh, she, no, she, I'm getting I'm getting confused because the, exa- the exact opposite happened in Ontario. And somebody let the conservatives and joined the liberals because they canceled the the construction of a French university. Oh wow! Four did, yeah. Well, you know what? I, I I can tell you, no matter who you uh, you know root for in terms of uh, political parties, I can't imagine anybody's really interested in watching uh, Canada go completely down the shitter. Um, whether you're a you know patriot or not, you know if you just love your country, some people would you know uh, describe that as as being maybe a bad thing, but. You know, for the people that uh, really love Canada and uh, what it means, you know, and how it's changing, and see our leadership engaged in so much uh, deceit and uh, shady business is really, uh, it's really a shame. There should be something, you know, codified in law that prevents uh, this sort of situation from happening. Yeah, and it, there should be, and, and there's going to be people out there that are that are anti-conservative or or whatever you want to phrase it, and they're going to say, well, all politicians or all governments have been like that. And you know what? To an extent, there has, there, to a greater or lesser extent, yes. Nowhere to the extent that this government, the Trudeau government has since, he, since he's been but, the prime minister. Like, Not even close. No, this, this liberal government is, is redefining 
what shady government looks like. Like, I mean, like just at every turn, there's a scandal, there's a bad decision, uh, there's there's policies being made that deprive people from their, you know, their rights, it seems. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I mean, you're doing all kinds of stuff that nobody can really get behind. And yet, uh, you know, the media keeps on telling a different story, depending on where you go uh, to read it. Like, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm watching what Canada's becoming, and I'm actually uh, very concerned for the future. You're talking about the Communist Broadcast Corporation? Like, it's crazy. Like, like... I, Sorry, I meant CBC. Yeah, yeah, you know, and for and for people that don't really follow the politics, you know, we have a, we have a major problem. We've got uh, a government-funded... You know, news media group, um, a major one, and and it seems every every other mainstream media group, <clears throat> you know, that is uh, visible up here in Canada, seems to be contaminated by uh, a horrible bias, and and you know, understandably so. If there is a committee uh, completely dedicated to doling out you know five hundred and eighty-five million dollars to media groups uh, for their stories, and you've got this Ministry of Truth, you know, is a panel created specifically to determine who gets what. That money. sounds so nineteen eighty-four. Like that's un- so George Orwell. Like it, is that? But you know, holy like, lord! But, but, but people argued it, and they said, you know, no, you're being ridiculous. No, like I mean, like like just look. Just look, the things that the mainstream media groups have completely overlooked and ignored, you know, like like blackface. Like, tell me blackface wouldn't have crushed any other, you know, prime You go back 20 years, that's an immediate resignation. Immediate resignation. And then, and then you know, you got blackface, you got the groping incident that everybody wants to forget about. So, so we've gone from 20 years ago where that would be mean an immediate resignation to items like today where you'll get the president or the vice president of a company like not commenting liking a tweet or liking a post on facebook and they have to resign because somebody somebody disagreed with their outed them yeah. for liking it and i'm not talking like anything extreme just like you know maybe a conservative politician made a comment about something an issue whatever that they yeah. they appreciate they liked and they have to wind up resigning over it that's a problem Mm. We've gone from majority rules to minority rules. Yeah. And it's an extreme minority. And, and you know, you got to question who's making the rules. Like, I mean, it, it well, yeah. really is. It really but is. But to an extent, it's always whoever's in power is making sure. the rules. But it's, but it's never been abused to the extent that it has, that it is being abused currently. Okay. That's, and that's here, right here in Canada. Like, I mean, that's not, this is not some other part of the world. This is not some dictatorship and, you know, buttfuck Nowheresville, uh, you know, on the other side of the planet. We're talking about right here in Canada, we've got a government that is in control of the media. And it seems that they're ignoring very important things. Uh, They would argue that they're not. Uh, If they get a split second airtime and they're always followed up by some some other news feed that it gets buried so quickly. But like you look back at the things that would have toppled any other government, any government with any kind of integrity would have folded like a house of cards in a a drafty room by now. Uh, This government seems like impervious. Like one guy made a comment to me the other day that I kind of laughed and he said, like, what's it going to take? Yeah. Like, like, what's it going to take? Like this, like, are people going to have to end up, you know, uh, hurt or worse? Like in order for people to take notice, like there's so much, you know, uh, deception going on. And uh, it seems like, I mean, so many things have been engineered, you know, uh, almost, almost, you know, in a fashion that would um, 
surely collapse the economy. Like that's that's another thing. Like I mean, people talk about the COVID. You know, well, I was like, going to oh, say it can't get much worse than it is right now. Yeah, right. In terms of economically, I'm no, talking. no, no. But you you know when they talk about being a trillion dollars into debt, and the government says, okay. Why are we a trillion dollars? Right. You know, like when they get questioned about that and their only response is, you know, COVID season. You know, we were in deep shit long before uh, COVID season came up. And the COVID season numbers really aren't adding up. And that's another thing that, you know. Well, it's not even the numbers is, is, is all the, every other country has been, you know, that. I mean, you can rhyme off dozens of other countries that were affected by COVID and their economies are in way better shape than ours. The, oh. U- the U.S. economy was in way better shape before COVID than ours was, mm-hmm. which allowed them to sustain the COVID economic wave and maintain their AAA credit rating, mm-hmm. as did another a, a number of other another a number of other other countries, not us. So people like COVID. Okay, so yes, anybody who's going to argue that COVID didn't. If, um, negatively impact the economy is just not playing with a full deck. Everybody knows that it, it negatively has and is affecting the economy. However, for us to lose a, a credit rating, the AAA credit rating, the economy had to be pretty bad yeah. before that's all happened. And this was just kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back. Okay. So now- no COVID, maybe, maybe they, they ride the wave and they can just eke by the skin of their teeth and maintain the AAA credit rating. Maybe, but we don't know. The fact of the matter is we know it wasn't in good shape. Well, you know that's that's COVID's fault. If you hadn't been told already, um, or was it Harper's? You know, or Harper and COVID. Harper and COVID. You know, uh, actually, I love it's Harper. I love that this government can't, you know, really blame the previous generation for all the mistakes. You know, why are we experiencing this? They well, they're not saying that it was, you know, the previous government at least. Uh, but we've got we've got probably the most dishonest Canadian government in the history of Canadian governments. Good Lord. Perhaps in the history of the world, but that's okay. Um, you know, we're, he's got great hair and you know what? That's all. And really cute is. socks. And cute socks. But I, I really do believe though that a lot of Canada's waking up to this. I, I really do believe more people. I, I pray to so. God I, I, that you're right because it, every morning I get up and I'm having the first coffee, you know, mm-hmm. I'll kind of catch up and, and rifle through the, my, my emails, if there's any emails from work or, and I'll go on the social media feeds and I was rifling through, sometimes I like to go on, on liberal Twitter feeds yeah. just to see what they say. Yeah. To get both sides. Cause I mean, to an extent, I think people have the responsibility to try and, and, and garner information from both sides of the coin. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but people are just like, they're just, they're sloughing it off. They were just. Outright sloughing it off. All oh, the the conservatives are just mad because of this. It's like, the, the, like they 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 are paying no mind and think nothing of this whole we situation. And I'm like, I mean, mind you, that maybe that maybe there was only a couple hundred people. That, but and, and I pray to God that they're they're the minority, not the majority. But I'm thinking like, are are you not? Are you not like how? Who makes your decisions for you? Like, like, like when you go to the bathroom, do you have to ask, do you, do you tweet Justin or do, do you tweet someone in the liberal party to ask him, should I use two sheets or three? Like, how do they, like how, I don't understand how they make decisions. It's just like, it, it like lemmings off a cliff. That's what I think when I read that, it's like, how can you not at least admit over the course of time and, and, and looking at the entire body of work that maybe things aren't all that kosher? Yeah. 
Well, and it's they're leading. It's like blind. I don't know. Blind trust. I don't know what you call it, but it's 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 it's, it's, it's it makes me nervous. That kind of thing. People like that make me nervous. Hold on. It's like it's like a cult. Well, maybe it is. I, no, no. The, I did. If, I, if you it, talk to if you talk to academic Danny. He'd tell you it's it's morphed into a cult. You know what? I'd like to have a discussion because I remember studying way back when I w- used to be in psychology. We'd looked at cults and and there's a comparison between cults and and what people consider quote unquote organized religions. Yes. And in some situations, very thin line. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. So I'd have to I would have to dust off the textbooks Ooh. and and kind of maybe do some light reading and 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 it's like, yeah, you know what? So, well, you know. Uh, in addition, right, to all the fancy things that we're seeing up here in Canada, um, we need to look no further than our neighbors to the south to see a couple of uh, interesting Trump uh, and, and COVID-related news. You've got uh, a group of doctors, you know, get up uh, and, and give a press conference. That was a few days ago. That was a few days ago. And they, uh, they indicated that uh, hydrochloroquine, in combination with zinc, um, zinc, and there's uh, something, yeah, some few, other fancy few, chemical a name, few, a few other, um, you know, easily prescribed, inexpensive medications uh, could have a very positive outcome for you know people that you know want to avoid uh, coronavirus and, or COVID nineteen, and or you know when they have it, you know, defeating the virus, and so they've got these doctors up there indicating that there's been some positive studies and you know um multiple hundreds of people have been tested with no problem with the drug i might add that has been safe to use um you know like for 60 years my mom my mom's been on hydrochloroquine for arthritis for 15 years yeah okay so here's this harmless medication so um you know yeah there was there was you know some excitement about uh you know in the early phases when they started talking about this but uh, it's been fine for 60 years for malaria and and everything else now it's all it's no good now. now all it's harmful. Sudden, all, now all of a sudden it's it, harmful well, for well, you. The fact that it's not even worth entertaining, it seems like the media, like forget that the mainstream media doesn't pick up on it. But now her her, her tweet or her video. No, this there's two. There's two. You're getting confused. I think there was one that was there was a group of doctors and there was a, a, a Caucasian doctor spoke for. Um, the Caucasian doctor. To, well, no, because I'm old. The second part of the yeah. the story. She spoke for about ten minutes, and yeah. then there was the one yesterday, yeah. where, where the African American doctor yeah. who worked at a hospital in Houston, which was an epicenter recently for an outburst of COVID, treated 350 patients with COVID and zinc and whatever other that whatever other chemical that was, mm-hmm. and 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 these people also some of the people she indicated also had. Uh, other comorbid ailments yes. along with COVID-19. Mm. And she gave a great speech. And it was funny because I was listening, but I wasn't watching the video. Mm-hmm. So just listening to it, and she got a, she got a pretty thick accent still. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I went over at the end, and they're showing subtitles, but she's speaking English. And I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> yeah. So, but I, I anyways... She gave a great impassioned speech and you can tell that just from listening to her, don't even watch, but listen to her and you can, you can tell that she loves what she does. Oh, and she wants wants to help people. 350 people in a hospital within uh, an, an epicenter of the disease and she has the documentation, all of them cured. 
whatever you want, whatever, cured, I don't know what the right word is, but all of them were treated positively and successively. That, that lasted on social media, the video for 36 hours. So then on top of that, we find out today her Twitter account and her Instagram account arbitrarily taken down. Because that's not shady. Like, are you kidding me right now? Unbelievable. How can you not, in the interest of, of public health, explore all, as you said, explore all avenues? No, no, haven't you heard? Oh, because Bill Gates is coming up with a vaccine? No, no, we, oh yeah, this is the new norm. The computer I, no, guy I, who's a medical expert is coming up with a, a vaccine? When we when we have a vaccine, then we can return. That's kind of like, that. you know what, that reminds me of, I have to just digress for a minute. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like an education minister who's got no experience in education dictating what the province does within education. Oh boy. Well, you know, hopefully he gets shuffled out soon and someone with has some experience. Anyways. Oh, it'll pro- right. it'll probably it'll probably be the mechanic from the garage down the street. <laughs> well, I heard it's yeah. going to be I heard it's going to be um it's going to be the uh the um not the medical officer of health. What? In Ontario, who's the girl that, that always appears, the one that always appears with Ford? Oh. The medical one. Oh. Um, Christine. Oh. Christine Elliott. No. I heard there was a rumor floating around Christine Elliott might be shifted in education. I'm like, good God. Well, you know. I guess, it, and they're going to justify it because she's been handling the whole COVID thing the whole time. Yeah. Provincially. Yeah. And so because people are so worried and because it's kids, that that would be, make more sense because she already has a handle on the COVID situation mm-hmm. and allowing her, and she's been close with the whole time, so as seamless a transition as possible, they're going to shift her in education. That's that's my thought. Okay. You know, I, I want to come back to uh, Ms. Emanuel. Anyways, yeah, sorry. You know. But yeah, back to the back to the doctor from Houston. Yes. You know, like, I'm, I'm appalled, you know, to think that, you know, in a time when they speak of being the most sympathetic uh, to the Black Lives Movement, they silence a woman of color. Yeah. She's essentially, she's essentially saying that, you know, no matter who hears this, I don't, I don't care what kind of trouble this gets me into. I don't care who's angry about it. This is the truth. I'm putting it out there. It's safe. Right. And, and like you watch it, it's like, I want her to be my doctor. Yeah. She's just so awesome. Right. You know, like, you know that there's some great doctors out there. There's a lot of great doctors, not the six doctors. Uh, no, the, uh, listen, that one, that one group, the, 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 doc, majority. the doctors for the protection from guns. <laughs> Those guys, oh, they don't count. I like, they're just they listen i'm not even gonna get started (laughs) so no but and it's like any profession yeah vast majority of any profession have good people that like doing their job that want to do their job and then you get the very very single digit small percentage that that are just there or abuse the system to kind of dick it up for everybody else once in a while. You know, and by the same token... Uh, and I've been... <laughs> listen, when we were on strike this year, yeah. I heard that a lot. Okay. So right. whatever. Anyways. You, you know what? I, I got to tell you, by the same token, there's going to be a very small percentage, of uh, a slim number, that are going to be very, very passionate about what they do. And sure. And this, this woman definitely qualifies. 100%. And, 100%. Yeah, she's she's up there and she's pouring, she's laying it all out on the table. She and, is. It's Ten just, minutes, yeah. and that, like this isn't scripted. She's speaking from yeah, the heart. Yeah, you can tell when you watch the video that she's definitely. Um, There's no notes. No, she no. just she just got up there and 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 spoke. 
spoke from her soul. Yeah, and and that's not and that's not an easy thing to do. People don't realize it. You know, you got lights pointed at you, or you know, you got the weight of the world on your shoulders because there's a lot of people that disagree with you. Uh, I think that a, a lot of people fail to understand what is necessary to be first and to come out against uh, popular opinion. Uh, certainly not one that contradicts you know the the big superpower in the neighborhood. And so to come on out with, you know, that kind of news and to be shut down so suddenly well, without it, reason. It, it, again, it's scary because they're, they're shutting down something that it, it, that they're not. It's it's not permitting free speech. Well, I think I think I think that, you know, you like could, First Amendment. Hello. Yeah, no, no, you could. I you, think it's the First Amendment, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. The, 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 Sorry, American f- friends, if it's freedom, not the First freedom, Amendment, freedom, but I think what, it what is. What are you talking about? The free, freedom of speech, man. That's number one, right? Followed immediately by the important number two. I didn't major two. in a U.S. history. Well, I can tell you the Second Amendment is well known. The first well, Amendment. we all know what the Second right, Amendment is, yeah. Right, so you've got the first. The first is really important, and the second is, in their opinion, the reason uh, you're, you're able to enforce the first if it becomes a problem. Right. And, and that's their thinking in the United States. And I got to say, Hats off to all those good people down there that are uh, keeping their cool. Uh, I really got to and, and to you, yeah. that's, that's everybody. That's law enforcement. Oh, that's man. civilians. I tell you. Uh, I see a lot of people uh, doing a great job dealing with the far left. I watched a woman today. She she looked at a bunch of uh, kids, you know, that were with their mother, and they were all very young. And she looked at the kids. And she, she was said, wearing a mask, she wasn't was, she? She was wearing a mask. The and, kids, the, and the other mother wasn't. The, the I kid, saw that. Yeah, the, 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 the other mother looked. And, and, of course, this woman with a mask is arguing. Uh, with the mother saying, you know, they should have masks on, and the mother's arguing back and saying, no. Mind like, your effing business. My, you know, well, it's not even that. It's like they're not required to, under the age of, you know, it's actually... You Was know, that American a, or Canadian? It, it it looked like an American Yeah, that's what I thought. And, but but the mother, you know, fired back pretty quick. And, of course, the, the woman's response was, I hope you and all your family die. And I'm thinking, like, that's the kind of thing that a rational person says. See, but that's but that's the scary. Right? Like, but I that's mean, again, that's the scary part of the whole thing is is people get triggered by mere dissent or differing difference of opinion, yeah. and that's why I made the comment today on on the, on your um, not the storyline on the feed when you did on number five, yeah. or and, and I have to. Do you remember what it says again? I don't want to misquote it, but I think that was the most important one because you don't. You don't see that happening a whole bunch these days. And if you just bear with me for no, no, take, take your time. a quick minute, I'm going to pull it up because I want to read it again because I thought it was... Our listeners won't get bored while you look for something. <laughs> well, you can talk, eh? <laughs> you know what? I, slurp I, I, in the microphone. You know what? I'll slurp in the microphone for that fan that doesn't like it when I drink coffee on the job. Yeah, that's right. And I can't remember. Where is it? Now? At least it's not Kentucky Fried Chicken. Easy. Kentucky. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Right. You don't like the KFC. That's yeah. all right. You can go go on the liberal podcast then if you want. You, you, no, you know what? I, I can't eat. I, well, when's the next time we're going to do that? Like, I, I honestly, I've been working out like a dog these days. When's the next time we're going to do Now the what? gym's open. I'm, I'm trying to get my sorry ass back in shape. And uh, I can't find it. Did no they take KFC it down? For me. What? Oh, my goodness. Is it, was it been taken down? Really? I don't know. I can't find a 10 pen. Well, you know, this is becoming something of a, a reoccurring theme. Like, the, you know, important messages seem to hit the oh, airwaves no, and they get, they get taken down. Hit, uh, yeah. Uh-oh, what? Sorry. Best, this is this says it all. Do you like that one? That was, But that's but that's sums up the current state of affairs. And for anybody who hasn't seen it, there, there's a dude holding a sign, and I've seen it elsewhere, too. But I put it up on what, my page today. Yes, but yeah. I've seen, no, no, I, I've seen that. 
saying elsewhere. Oh. oh, yeah. And and what he has written on the sign is we can we can disagree and still be friends. And the thing and and I agree a hundred percent. That's what again frightens me about the current state of affairs is there are people out there and I, I don't know if and I hope they make up like the vast minority of the population but they, they, they're triggered by people just disagreeing with them and they go off the freaking rails it's not like oh you're an idiot because you think something different they go totally sideways yeah. like like Get out! Get get the get the straight jacket! Like like holy lord! Yeah. These people just quaff, like they go they go Karen, full force, <laughs> like like the hairdo zero zero the, to, zero to Karen in three zero to Karen seconds. in three point two seconds. <laughs> they got the soccer mom car, like they're just they're they're full. It's no, it's, hey, it's like, like let's put that on a t shirt. Zero to Karen in three point oh, two can seconds. We, can, would, you, hey, would your guy do that? I think I think we can work that out. I, I, don't, I don't. Can you get like five made up? Uh, I'll get them. I'll get them. Made. And it's a silhouette of like a female <laughs> face with like with like the bangs and like the that the li- what, oh that, that, that we got to get you, it done. You know what, we got come do, on, man. You know what? We're gonna do it for the girls. It'll be you know what the guys the guys will love it because it'll probably describe half the women in the uh, men's lives out there like zero to oh, I don't know three point two seconds yeah right no I was, no 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 what? no no we're, we're, there's a difference between Karen and crazy girlfriend oh yeah yeah I've had my share of those there there, <laughs> there could be mental health issues involved in both mind you yeah, oh, yeah. but but they're two totally different situations okay. yes them I was the problem <laughs> so oh, I agree with that oh thank you you know you don't got to be so quick on the dry. I call it like I see it. You know, I, this isn't. Basic. But no, like seriously, it, it's that's that's the thing is they go they think that they can comment on how you raise your kids or how you conduct your life or or whatever they feel they that they have the right or the entitlement. Yeah. There's that word again, right? For all the for all the uh, the uh, participation trophy trophy advocates out there, they have the entitlement to comment justify judge um make a decision on behalf of right nobody's done it to me yet and I, i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of i don't know how i don't know how i would handle it i think i would just tell them mind their effing business no you know what i i've like i i, I don't know i haven't had the pleasure yet you know what i've had, i've had a, i've had a couple of interesting yeah you mentioned them before in previous you know, podcasts and, and 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 so okay and and i could tell you right now um i have run into more people that seem to get it you know like i i make it a habit to have conversation with people out loud in a place where all the time you know where people i do i love every doing time it. i do it you know what? i did it as a police officer and i'll do it yeah i'll but, do it on my own time but like i I think it's kind yeah, of yeah, but we we go out for what's a ten minute uh, errand, yeah. and it's four hours. Well, because you talk to the guy that's walking down the street when you're stopped at the red light. Yeah, you talk to the guy in the convenience well, what store. If I, what if I know them all? You don't know them all. I've been there. Well, you know they're all my friends. They just don't know it. <laughs> no, like that's you know, a, I, I I like that attitude. Right? No, I mean, not, not too many people right? can argue that. So so I get I get into the gym and you know I start to talk to this guy and I, I, I like it's funny because while you're getting changed in the gym, you know, it's it's kind of especially now that it's COVID, you know, like interacting with people. I'm seeing a lot of people just avoiding contact with one another. So I turn to the guy next to me in the gym and he's you know a certain amount of uh, locker space is over and I say, can I ask you something, buddy? I mean, you look like you got your shit together. You know, what do you think of all this? 
And, and of course, you know, he and I start to engage in conversation. He's he's listening to me, and I'm listening to him, and then he's like, yeah, like they've blown this thing way out of proportion. <laughs> then suddenly somebody else enters the conversation, and we, we really get to talking. And, you know, like you can tell that people want to be social again. Well, see, but that's the thing. I don't know if it's people avoiding contact. It, 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 well, it is, but I think it's because... They don't know how the other person is going to react. Yeah, like you know, right? It, like it, it's. And I'll give you a perfect example. I'm always. I'm like you. I'm. Always, I'm a handshaker. Yeah. But now it's kind of like, can I shake your hand? And I, I. I know my buddies. I know that when I see them, I can shake their hand. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, and no. we give each other a hug or whatever, right? But there's some people if I haven't seen seen them for a while. Yeah. How, how do I do this? So you kind of have to wait, and then they come in with the elbow, you go in with the handshake, or they try the fist bumping, and what? And it's just it gets all awkward because of this situation that's been created, right? Yeah. yeah. No, and, I, and, and it's just like I get you. Like I don't know. Well, no, no, no. You know what? I you know what I like doing to people now. All right, I stick my hand out first, and then you know what? It gets real easy to spot the ones that are cringy. Right, it's like, ooh. Well, yeah. Oh, you, here, here you go. You, right. you stick, you stick your hand out, and they're on the ceiling like that cat does <laughs> in the cartoons. He's on the underside of the plane that's flying, <laughs> right, with the claws dug yeah, in. Yeah, like you know, what? the one thing about Corona uh, season is, is really made it easy to spot. It's weeded out the people. <laughs> it's, made it's, it, it's made it easy to spot the people yeah. that are having a hard time coping. Yeah, yeah. And those people that avoid, it's like, have you upped your dosage recently? You might want to think of that. I love watching people drive by in their cars with all the windows rolled up. I'm wondering who they're trying to protect with themselves from. With a mask on. With the mask on. I wonder who they're trying to protect themselves from. I'm like, like is somebody else planning on driving your car? Like, what, No, why? but the best was the one, the one day we saw. The lady with the mask on driving convertible, and the convert the top was down. Yeah. I'm like, is COVID running through the air right now? Like, yeah. like what is happening? You know, I... Well, I I went into the store tonight to get some fresh batteries for this thing. And uh, when I was in there, you know, I'm, I'm coming up to the door and I'm putting on my mask because, you know, I want to be sensible. I'll put it on for like two seconds, whatever. Uh, you know, I put on the mask. But as I'm coming through the door, I put on the mask. And, right. and, and you know, and I'm, I'm in this I'm in this. You wait till the last minute to see people's I, reaction. Well, you know what? No, 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 no. It's it's like, you know what? Honestly, as, as a courteous person, you know, for me, as I'm walking into a, a you know, like a, a variety store or a store that's small with a you know, just a few people in it, and, you know, of course, it's dark outside now. I walk in, and I want them to see my face before I, I walk through the door. And and that's the... Why you know, are, you, what, what, are, you, are you nervous about something? No, self-conscious? No, no, you guilty? No, or? no, no, actually, the total opposite. I, I, I feel badly for the people that have to work in an environment where, you know, you, you might get robbed as a, as a variety store or yeah. you know, a small store. If you've only got, you know, a person or two working at night, and uh, you're in there, and oh, if every, it's at night, yeah. And, and and every moment, you know, that somebody walks through the door, they're wearing something on their face that conceals their identity, and quite honestly, I'm sure makes them feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, and and as a police officer of 20 years, I can tell you right now, you know, uh, ask anybody that's ever been held up, you know, uh, whether the person had a weapon or not, to see someone coming at you with a, a face covering. You know, it can be, uh, you know, horribly traumatic. I've seen people handle it very well, and I've seen other people that, you know, uh, have nightmares every night. And over the years, you know, like, to imagine that everybody out there is being subjected to that kind of additional stress throughout their day. You know, um, you know, there, there definitely is uh, an absence 
of individuality when you cover your face up like as i'm looking at people i'm like trying to understand uh how they're you know talking to me by like looking into their eyes what's the thought process is going yeah on? you know and and what i'm what i'm finding is that uh, definitely there's a there's a kind of a detachment with without being able to see people's faces like i can't tell if you're angry i can't tell if you're yeah. smiling you know um god like uh, I, what well i was gonna say this is the this is the whole thing that confuses me about about mandatory mass and going inside so i'll give you an example today i go to fortino's mm-hmm. had to had to get some groceries and the fortino's i go to is quite is frequented quite a bit by an, an elderly population okay so out of respect for them i wore a mask yeah yeah so i'm thinking okay so if i if i walk in and i grab the buggy and the guy didn't uh, the guy missed the spot on the buggy the, the, the sanitizing because they sanitize them all immediately, right? Yeah. As soon as you return them, yeah. they, they. What if the guy missed the spot? Yeah. And he didn't disinfect it properly. Or what if I go up to? Uh, I'm trying to get some produce and I pick up a tomato and I go to and it, it's rotten on the other side or there's I don't like the tomato, or and and somebody else has already picked that up and. It, is there not transference that way? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So then, what's the like? What is the mask doing then? Or, or where was I? Where was I yesterday? I went somewhere yesterday, and I and I put the mask on to go in. And as I'm walking in, mm. and I went to it hit me as I went to reach for the handle. Yeah. They're not. They weren't because people are coming and going. There wasn't somebody sitting there disinfecting the handle to open the door, and it wasn't an automatic door. So now I'm touching the handle that a thousand other people have already touched that day, coming in and out, hasn't been disinfected because people are constantly using that door. There, it was, it wasn't like there was a free flow of, of mm-hmm. pedestrian traffic. Then you go in, you're touching this, you're touching that. What's the mask doing? And now it's getting hot. Now my glasses are fogging up. Yep. It's irritate, right? And you go to adjust it. Now you just defeated the purpose. Like, yeah. So uh, I don't get it. Well, you know, I, I think that uh, for every person out there that I've spoken to who says that, you know, like, uh, I'm not sure what point there is to doing this this late in the game. At this point, yeah. I, I, I think I think you could make the strong argument that wearing the mask, given given the level of protection that they offer, um, which in most cases is not really even existence. It, it seems. I mean, I've seen the you know the thermal imaging uh, of when you you know sneeze or when you cough and how it escapes through you know. Um, different spots in the mask and the way it comes right through. So, I mean, yeah. you know, questionable effectiveness on these masks and yet we'll definitely be contaminating them uh, as we start to ease up things. If, if, if there's any of this coronavirus uh, left out there after the summer heats we've had, like, I mean, but people are still touching doorknobs, door handles, gas pumps. I've always said gas pumps. Gas pumps. Gas, yeah. pumps, are, gas pumps are a big one. I, I keep keep telling people, you know what, um, it's the little things that'll get you. So that's great. I'm wearing a mask, but then I go and touch a gas pump that 450 yeah. people mm-hmm. have already touched today and they haven't seen. Because I go to Costco for my gas. Yeah. And, and the one I go to is pretty good. Like, there's no waiting. I'm in and out in five minutes. Yeah. Because there's there's just that many pumps, yeah. but when I go there, I don't see the attendants wiping down the, no. wiping down the things. No. They're walking around to make sure that the pumps are working correctly. Maybe helping someone that's elderly with the with the with the debit card that's not working or whatever. But I don't see them wiping down or dis- disinfecting any of the gas pump handles. I've always maintained the number one transmitter. The the sleeper is going to be gas. The, pump. the sleeper. The sleeper is going to be gas pumps. Like well, you know, people are getting in their cars all the time. Even when you know things relax, uh, or they said that you know we had 
you know, limited kind of range of activities in terms of things uh, being open. Uh, people were handling the gas pumps on a regular basis, and you know, I'm sure you know sniffling noses and whatnot. But but at this but at this phase in the game, uh, I think more importantly, we've got to look at things like the survival rate of this thing. Like, I mean, it's 98 plus percent. I think uh, it's I think it's if you take if you take um, the long term the old age homes and long term care facilities out of it because. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, they were hit pretty pretty hard. If you take them out of the equation, I think we're 99 plus. You know, and, and, and to anybody out there, um, you know, that's lost a family member, uh, I'm not going to suggest to you that we're going to downplay. Uh, oh, we're not, we're not trying to no, be insensitive no, 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 at insensitive. all. Yeah, no, it, it's not it's not the case. I think, though, that, you know, I would ask a lot of those families, uh, you know, to, to examine if there were other health issues uh, prior, you know, to uh, your family member's passing that, you know, may have been a, a factor, contributing factor, you know, like a lot of these COVID cases, realistically, you know, what I'm hearing anyway from uh, people in the COVID training units is that, you know, these people were ready to check out, you know, a lot of them were, you know, like, you know what, like they, they've already been alive longer than we expected well, in the like situations. Yeah. And, and yet they're listed as COVID deaths. Well, kind of like, what was that? The guy in the, somewhere in the States who was shot in the head. <laughs> don't no, tell, no, don't laugh. Like, don't, the, don't, don't like tell God me forbid, that, the don't, guy. Don't tell me they said that was COVID. Oh, really? Wow. Shot wow. in the head, but apparently COVID, he died. He died from COVID. COVID. Re- COVID related. Well, you know, maybe maybe he said his wife looked fat, and then that, that's COVID related. And, and maybe okay. I know he was shot to death. Yeah. Maybe the head part might be might be I might be a little sketchy on that, but he died of being shot. Yeah. And apparently, people out it's like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Get the, get the COVID tag off of that one. Everything, everything it seems, uh, will, would qualify. And, and that's, that's really what I was getting to with my point is, is there's, there appears to be a, you know, a uh, numbers and, uh, you know, a number of, uh, word games being played by this government. And, uh, you know, we're seeing more and more of that every day. Like, right. you know, um, if, if in fact <clears throat> the numbers reveal that, you know, the flu kills more people seasonally than than this thing does you know we've shut down our economies uh as a result of you know what we thought was you know an appropriate response to this thing yeah uh ultimately you know our economies have been damaged uh nobody really has asked you know hey at, at this stage where did all this start like considering everything that this is costing us what what was it you know that started all this because I, I tell mm-hmm. you, China has avoided, China. has avoided, you know, uh, being looked at. Like I mean, amongst all this response to coronavirus, like has anybody really, you know, kind of looked to them and said, like, you know, how are you going to fix this? Yes, right. I mentioned to you before. There's been Australia was, I believe, the first country, and there's been a, a dozens of countries since, not Canada, of course, not Canada. that have they've kind of come on board saying. You, yeah, like you need to get to the bottom of this and figure it out. And I think it, the last time I heard anything about it, it was around 50 countries. Really? Yeah. Well, that's and good. we're not talking like, you know, countries that people haven't heard of before. We're talking like major countries that, that are that are saying, I don't know if they were saying. Reparations? I don't Rest, know if it was. Restoration. No, reparations. No, no, it's not reparations. I don't know if, I think it was more so along the lines of accountability, but let's get, you need to be open, honest, transparent, and need to get to the bottom Rest, of it. Restitution. That was the word I was looking for. That's, that's, uh, you know what? I, I, I totally, 
hear what you're saying, but I mean, like, ultimately, you know, they they said we're going to look into this when Iran shot down a passenger plane with you yeah, know, and a then bunch, they come a, out a bunch of Canadians on it. <clears throat> you know, like I mean, it seems like Canada, or more more specifically, Justin Trudeau. You know, he talks a tough game, but he really hasn't done anything. Like Canadians were on that flight coming back from Iran, and they were blown out of the sky with missiles. And so now we've got... No, the case is closed now. They closed it two weeks ago. It was human error. Oh, it was human error now? Oh, God. It was human error. Okay, so... so but didn't say, I, didn't, I, don't, I didn't see where it said human error. In other words, we messed up because we accidentally launched a missile versus human error where they did something that caused the plane to crash. You know, I think the implication was human error, like we accidentally shot down the plane. Sorry. Well, let's, let's not forget that originally it was like it wasn't us. <laughs> right, right. Then, and then, it, then, then there was a long time where it's like you need to get those black boxes to a third party country. Oh yeah, like I mean, no, 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 no. Not until we have a look. Yeah, right. So you know, there's no credibility. You know, so so we've got you know, <clears throat> you know, not too much cooperation from China, and that's the place where this virus came from. And that's nothing against the Chinese. Um, you know, I, I don't have a problem. I feel bad for the for, for the Chinese people because they're really under the gun. They're like they really live live under the thumb of the Chinese of the communist Chinese Communist Party. Not Hong Kong. Oh wait, yeah. Oh wait, yeah. So like basically, you know, there was like kind of an experimental, you know, like Toronto in China, like a you know a free market, and you know people could enjoy you know uh, life without living you know underneath the rule of a communist government. And uh, oh yeah, like China just decided to take that one back. Yep. You know, like does anybody looking you know to see what? Well, did China's you see that video to? the other day of all the the the, the high ranking Chinese political official? was being interviewed by it wasn't a North American media firm it was somewhere in Europe yeah. I think it was Brit- I and, and, and uh, I shouldn't laugh but it, the way the guy handled it was just ridiculous so you've got this high ranking Chinese political figure you've got the, the you've got the 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 uh, person interviewing him and behind them is a big screen TV and they put up video not a still shot video of Dozens of Chinese people on their knees. Dozens, hundreds. Whatever. There's a, it was a huge number. These Chinese citizens on their knees, heads bowed, blindfolded. Every single one of them blindfolded. Yeah. Beside a train, a set of train tracks. Oh, no, no, no. Boxcars. Boxcars, buddy. And so the guy, so the, 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 the interviewer starts and ask him it's like what is this all about and then he starts trying to blow it off like oh maybe they're prisoners oh, he goes no. yeah but they're blindfolded I, you know what i don't i don't and the, know. And, the, and the guy pulled the trudeau right, right? like he just he pulled a liberal talking point answering I question i don't i don't know what it is that i'm looking at here you know well i'll tell you what you're looking at you're looking at a bunch of blindfolded People, on citizens, their knees, citizens from the looks of things, um, you know, waiting to be loaded onto trains. Like, where have you seen yeah. that? Where have you seen that before in history, folks? And so, and 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 like, this is this is this is the country and the political uh, uh, regime that our leader has uh, uh, espoused his admiration for. And won't come out and talk against. Has their citizens blindfolded on their knees beside boxcars? With heads shaved. 
Well, yeah, well, that's right. With head shaved as well. And then I don't got, know what the significance and, and, of that well, is. Well, you know what? I, I think I think I I think I read and saw somewhere that hair was turning up. Um, what? It, it, yeah, for you, what are, like, is this like the dark web? Like, like what's like, going like, on here? No, 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 no. Like 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 wig wig hair is is showing up suddenly from from China and being sold. Is it available? Well, like, is it Amazon? Like, what yeah, is happening? Like, it's, like yeah, it's some, something like that. That all of a sudden, you know, there's there's this. Well, forget influx. forget that. But not, not, I mean, well, no, no, no. But I think I think it's important that people understand that you know what? We've no, got, I mean, for, we've got a political we've got a political regime that appears to be you know uh, exercising. Uh, an abnormally harsh degree of control over its people to the tune of it's starting to resemble something from the 40s. And I, I, I tell you, anybody... Well, yeah, like when, exactly. When was the last time that we saw people being put on boxcars? It wasn't a good situation and, and millions of people died in that yeah. situation. Yeah. And here we have it again. Let's fast forward to 2020, not 1943 in Nazi Germany and people are blindfolded Beside train tracks with boxcars, it's it's very frightening. So, but but there's going to be people out there that are say, well, you don't know that you don't because they would even and and they those are the same people that would argue even if they saw them being paraded onto the boxcars. Yeah, they're taking them to it's, their re, their re-education camps. Yeah, well, they, those people make me very nervous. Well. I, mean, I think anybody in their right mind who's read a history book would uh, be made nervous by this entire situation. Uh, you know, to add a little bit of levity to this conversation, because it's 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 the kind of thing that can get you pretty excited, folks. I mean, like it, let's let's face facts. It's not this is not a joke. We've got we've got China appearing to do some really really um, sick things to us. Again, people. back to the human rights thing, right? Right. And you know, we've got our government. Uh, they're lining us up. And I mean, when you look at the Venezuela timeline, when you look at you know the institution of policies, that's, the election of leaders, that's within leaders. I think one generation. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was ten years, you know. Like it was. It was I think no, it was more than that. Not, well, but no, but well, when things when the, once the ball was generation, the generation is twenty five years, and I'm pretty sure that timeline yeah. was within uh, just to, just so people can kind of give it a frame of reference. Start was within one w- less than one generation. Yeah, but when so you, just to show you how quick it can it can happen, right? Yeah. Well, you know, what? it looks like our uh, leadership is looking to expedite the situation because I look in, and when I compare, you know, kind of the timelines of things happening here in Canada with Venezuela, it looks like we've stepped up the program a little bit. It's moving a little quicker. Yeah. It's moving a little quicker, and I think that it's uh, abundantly clear, you know, that a lot of things are going on that should be making. Uh, all Canadians very nervous, not just gun owners. Uh, I can tell you right now that uh, you know nobody's excited about the prospect of losing uh, their property to uh, an unreasonable government. And I definitely want to you know, tip my hat to the CCFR, and uh, I'll take a moment to do that because I think I don't want to forget, and I know Brian will be all over me if I don't do this. Um, you know, for for all the times that he he says it, we have to we have to get behind our lobby group leader. Yeah, that I promised him that I would include it in every podcast. But uh, the CCFR is doing some fantastic things. Um, you know, I encourage everybody to make their donations, uh, to give their time if they can. Uh, anything you can do to help, uh, you know, is 
I'm sure appreciated. Uh, they're doing some great things, and uh, I'm really hoping to sit down and, and speak to Rod and uh, potentially Tracy in the not too distant future. That's making you smile. That's it's gonna be it's gonna be good I, times. I, I haven't spoken to Rod probably in about two years. Now. I, I generally would like to see that happen. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I definitely think we got a lot to talk about. Um, you know, there there are always gonna be things. I'm not I'm not a lobby group organization. Um, you know, they are, and and they really are doing some great things uh, for us up on the hill. And uh, the legal challenge that's ongoing now is, is shaping up. I, I'm really excited to see uh, so many mistakes made by the government, and uh, I'm sure uh, an incredibly talented legal team is going to do uh, everything possible uh, to expose the uh, injustice that is the uh, orders in council and uh, C71. Uh, a lot of a lot of big players are, are getting involved in this. A lot of great people are making uh, donations. I'm watching that online. Uh, you know, even Matt uh, from out in Nova Scotia contacted me. Mm-hmm. He's, he's doing his own thing, and uh, you know, we certainly can get behind that. And uh, I'm just thinking that we should take a moment to thank the CCFR. Uh, all but the there still hasn't been things. anything come out to let us know, unless I missed it, whether we can we can do an appeal for those revocation notices that we're getting. You know, I'm really, I'm really hoping we'll get some clarification on like, that soon. It's, it's got to be pretty soon because yeah. some people that, that have, I guess probably the first batch of people that have received them, yeah. I bet you they, they've only got about two weeks left before they can well, appeal if they have you to know, appeal. Here, here's, here's, so like we got it, like it, it, we, we, we need a decision pretty quickly on that one. If it hasn't been made already, perhaps we've missed it. I, 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 mean, I haven't I mean, seen I mean, anything. I, mean, I haven't seen anything yet, but uh, what I would like to know is, is of course, you know, for the people that don't know what's going on, uh, the government mailed out en masse to uh, all the people affected by uh, the current bans, um, you know, a, a notice of the revocation of the certificates. So these are the licenses that go along with the restricted firearms you have uh, that have been affected by the ban. And this is a notice of revocation. But of course, uh, if you haven't been notified, you know, officially, uh, is it truly a revocation notice? Is the well, there was that's come up. Yeah, and there was there was that one. There's a lawyer from out west mm-hmm. that did about a 20 minute video on. I think I sent it to you. And the guy, he's a firearms lawyer. Yeah, he's in Alberta, and it, it was it was it's a very good video. If you haven't seen it, search it on YouTube. It's a great video for the for the average Joe like us who do, don't understand all the legalese. He puts it in very understandable terms. Um, and there's something with respect to the terminology in the revocation letters that we've received. Mm-hmm. And it, it gets down to like one, literally one or two words okay. that, that does it qualify or are they just t- wanting us to lead, trying to lead us to believe that it qualifies as a revo- revocation because according to him, being a firearms lawyer, under the, 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 the verbiage in firearm law, it's not using the correct terminology. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so, but it literally gets down to the brass tacks, like one or two oh, words. In, 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 right? in law, does it qualify as yeah. a, a notice? I, I'm going to suggest to you that if I'm not notified officially, like, I mean, I, I may not visit my mailbox, you know, often enough things get lost in Corona season. Uh, you know, you may not receive that notification. And, and if that doesn't happen officially, that's why it should really be registered mail. Although I got to thank, you know, the government for wasting taxpayers' dollars on mailing what is out, it, what is it a, mailing out, mailing out hundreds of thousands of what is it to mail a letter now? It's a buck. It's at least a buck, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're talking at least, what, $250,000? Oh, yeah. 
Easily, 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 and of course I don't you know, know how many people have well, have twice, an R pal. Twice, first they gave first they gave notice uh, of there being changes, and now they're sending notice. Well, there's two, yeah, because the, well, the first one was to everybody. You know, for a government that right? is like tanking the economy, they're spending it. They're spending money like a drunken sailor. The first seen. notification was to all 2.5 million. <sighs> Uh, licensed owners. Yes. This one is only to our pal owners. I don't know how many our pals there are in Canada. I know, but you know what? Now, now, now. But we're into we're into close to three hundred three, two and a half, three hundred two hundred seventy five to three hundred three million dollars. See, here's, sorry, two point seven five to three million dollars. Here's where I have a real problem. Just I mean, for mailing things. Yeah, but see, here's where I have a real problem. And for anybody that would defend the liberals, um, you know, like I mean, for them to say, okay, we spent, you know, uh. Twenty twenty million dollars on you know mailing these things out or whatever it was like I mean I'm sure I've I've seen government expenditures you know the uh, you know two hundred dollar toilet seat like the truth is is that you know they've got Bill Morneau who's proven time and again to be shady as fuck right and he's in charge of the numbers and of forgot course 41 who forgets $41,000 right you know what but you've got Bill Morneau he's in charge of finance uh, they've cut funding to uh, all the auditing crews that would you know go through their stuff so now they've made it basically impossible you know to keep track of the get wrong a, get things. an outside firm to do a forensic audit all right Un, you know what unbelievable that they would uh, you know, try and hide all this shady business uh, the way they have. I'm really, I'm really, honestly, I'm disappointed in our, like in in all Canadians that would be okay with this stuff going on. You know, like we've got an out of control, ridiculously, uh, it seems, corrupt government in power right now, and they're doing everything possible, using every dirty trick in the book, you know, to cover their tracks, to not be held accountable for the things that they do. Uh, it's it's frightening to watch, you know, especially when combined with, you know, some policies and some decision-making that uh, definitely looks like we've got problems on the horizon. You know, you know what it reminds me of every time I hear the next scandal coming up and then listen to how the questions posed to them about the scandal are, are handled. It reminds me of being at work, being outside at recess, having to deal with a couple of my kids in class, mm -hmm. something, and, and we come in from recess, everybody sits down, I do attendance, and I go, you, you, get in the hall, and it's time to figure it out. Yeah. So I take him in the hall, mm -hmm. and the first thing you say is to them is, you're both going to have your chance to talk. And they always do. Yeah. Right? So they know they're going to be heard. So uh, I'll just randomly pick, point to one of them. What happened? And the first thing out of the mouth is he or she. W that's the Liberal Party right now. It's like, no, 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 no. You talk about your part in this. Don't tell me about what they did. Mm -hmm. Tell me about what you did. And it's all about accepting responsibility and admitting error. And this is nine and ten year olds that I have to deal with this all the time. And the first thing is they talk about what the other person did. No, I'm, I, they all talk to them about what they did. I'm talking to you about what you did now. So then it's like, are you telling me that you didn't do anything? Well, no. Okay, now we're getting going. Just figure it out. And I tell them. They say, listen, you know you did something wrong. We'll build on it. We'll get better from it. We'll move on. Everybody makes mistakes. However, and this is the caveat. If you, 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 if you tell me that you didn't do anything wrong, in other words, you lie about it and I find out about it, it's going to be a thousand times worse because then 
we're going to go to the office and have a conversation. Then I'm going to call your parents and ask them to come in for a meeting. So just so you know, admit it, deal with the, deal with the consequences, move on. Because if you don't deal with the consequences now and I find out you lied, and it, it, it's a thousand times worse. And it, it, it works 9.9 times out of 10. Oh, I'm sure it does. You, you would have made a hell of a cop. <laughs> I don't know about that because uh-huh. because I, I do have with kids I have patience because they're kids uh, you know what and my I, patience runs in some but they're kids with adults that patience would be about 30 seconds you know what I can tell you right now you develop uh, you know a patience and in policing I certainly had to I had to deal with my fair share but, of but, but immature adults but that's what that's what the liberal party reminds me of right now as soon as you say something oh. they're po- they're 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 Pointing somewhere else. No, no, no. We're talking to you. You talk about what you did. Admit your responsibility. Impossible. Right? Like, Impo- come on dude, now, dude. Impossible. Come on now. Impossible. You're talking. First of all, look at its leadership. It all starts there. Okay. And for anybody, silver spoon. And 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 if if there's anybody out there that doesn't at this point, after three, you know, uh, ethics violation convictions, I believe at this stage, you know, if you can't get down with the program, right? That Justin Trudeau and seven Lord, visits. This the seven visits. This being the seventh, this may be the third conviction. If you still support, right? You know that kind of corruption, that kind of stupidity. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you want to call it. It's a combination, I'm sure, of all things. Uh, but if you if you're still supporting the liberals at this point, I, I would start to question, you know, whether or not you're capable of reasonable, rational thought. I would question whether or not you should have the ability to vote. Well, you know, like, and, and people, I mean, and, and people, and people can vote any way they like. And I, you know, I, I tell people, but, for, I, but you're right. And I agree. They can vote however they want, but for the love of God, put, put a little effort into researching your vote. Well, I, I'm finding more people are actually, I have, no, you haven't. You watch CBC and CTV. Well, yeah. And you know, I, I think you got to question the media sources. Like, I mean that we will come back to that. Like, I mean, ultimately, um, you know, the CBC, CTV, uh, you know, globe, you know, like the, 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 you know, I've seen all the mainstream media groups at times, you know, ignoring things. Uh, it's frightening the, the kinds of things that they can ignore. Uh, and now, it, I, I, now I can understand where maybe something breaks later in the evening. You know, it's past the 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 deadline for the news for that day, but you got the next day. So if it if it if it has something happens and it's past the time that they can do that. Okay, I give you give them the twelve-hour grace until the next news cycle, the next day. But when it's three days and four days and five days, and nothing gets mentioned, then like, come on, are you, are you really looking at both sides? It's like I said to I said it to you the other day. Or I said it to somebody. News now, for the most part, because I not every news outlet is is this way or every journalist, but it seems like the vast majority of news right now is just it's all editorials. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. But I, I'm. It's like I don't want. An editorial. I don't want your opinion. I want you to tell me unbiasedly mm-hmm. what is going on. Where is that? Where, like, where can you find? It's hard to find unbiased news reporting now. Well, you know, you and I have differing opinions about the sun. I think, I think guys like Brian Lilly do a pretty good job. But that's, of, but, of I, but I said there was exceptions. Yeah, no, no. There's, there's always going to be some exceptions. Um, you know, you, you, you have to get 
your media from alternative uh, sources and and ones you can verify. Like I mean, there's all kinds of crazy shit floating around on the internet right now. I get that's it. the lots, pro- and that's a lots, challenge lots, too, right? Lots, lots of fake news. Like I mean, I, I I I keep on hearing that people are talking about UFOs these days. And, you know, like there's there's always UFOs. Really, yeah, there's there's some crazy stuff going on uh, in the U.S. Like claims being made anyway that oh, you know the U.S. from you know, the government. Yeah, some well, I mean, people are people are claiming you know that the sightings have gone up and I mean you got to remember you. UFO, UFO doesn't mean and little green men. The UFO means uh, unidentified flying object, which but the thing is though, military would, testing and most likely. It could be, and it would make sense because with COVID, there's still a chunk of people that are at home. So the more people that are at home doing nothing, having a smoke in the backyard, yeah. the, the greater the likelihood, based on the law of averages, that you're going to see something that doesn't make sense to you yeah. versus you back on track and those shift workers working now and, and whatever. So it just stands to reason. Well, you know, if, if that is the it, case, it, I don't know. Sir, Certainly, we've got tensions, uh, you know, growing globally, and uh, so why wouldn't the government be testing, you know, whatever military hardware they've got, you know, cooking up? Uh, so the idea that you know there'd be different vehicles out there floating around that nobody had ever seen before, like you got to remember, folks, like once upon a time, you know, airplanes were not normal. And you know, they, well, would have, they would have arrived on yeah. scene, and there was lots of testing, documented testing. And a great example is the, the stealth bomber. Oh yeah. Where did we f- first see the stealth bomber? Is it was in Gulf War One, mm. right? Yeah. Which was what ninety one, I believe, ninety one, ninety two. Okay. They started developing and testing that in the late seventies. Yeah. Well, so right, and nobody knew about. This, but the first time we saw it was, you know, in, in, in a conflict. Two decades later, you know it's it's really funny because I, I don't think people enough people understand that the technology that we have have and enjoy today commercially, like that's available to us, it's generally speaking like twenty and thirty. We're, years yeah, old. we're we're quite so, far behind so, what the yeah. military has. So so, so folks, like I mean, I, I I'm trying to think of. You know, we have a lot of different demographics that listen to us and, and watch us uh, on Instagram and on uh, Facebook. But, um, you know, if you're old enough to remember, like, you know, um, the 80s, okay, you know, when computers were really just starting to, you know, hit the commercial market, like the, you know, the VIC-20 and the Commodore 64, yeah, the, the early 80s, yeah. you know, you, you, you have to understand that... We had a computer lab right? in you, my high school. Did, did you? you With you, the Commodores, the green screen Commodores. You were, you know, you you were obviously went to a school of rich kids, because like, I mean... St. Mary's, we, man. We, we, we're, we were half... No, no, you know what it was? Ancaster kids. No. Ancaster budget. That's what it was. It was it was half kids from Ancaster and Dundas, and the other kids were busting bustin farmers from from Flamborough. Listen, we had it was crazy. We, we had one at Cathedral Boys High School. We had one computer in the library that had no that, that was an abacus to had, you guys it was a computer <laughs> you know what that was an abacus I, I remember i remember typing on uh it was a, a slate i remember t- I, I remember typing on a manual typewriter um an essay in grade nine i uh, in grade eight oh in, and, oh in elementary school in elementary school and i remember thinking to myself like god like you know that that looks complicated that computer thing over there and i didn't want to do it i liked i like striking the keys i was kind of always an old school kind of well when i started university then we're just starting to get into using computers to write papers yeah well and you know what for people that remember like you know 
20 and 30 years ago, um, you know, the kind of technology that we, we had then. So, like, if you can remember, like, you know, um, you know, the Xbox, right? Like, I mean, that was, that was you know, the, the kind of technology and the powerful uh, electronics necessary to, to, to have that was available, like, 20 and 30 years and prior. See, and see, and, and, and that's something the kids that are in school these days don't, will never know necessarily some of it and won't appreciate it. And because and, and, when I was in school, when we had to research a paper, I used a lot of times. I was using microfiche. No Did you ever way. use a microfiche? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So you'd have to sign out the microfiche from the librarian and put on this huge contraption with the screen. And I'm looking through newspaper articles from like the 1900s. Yeah. And so it was kind of that. It was really arduous because you would do it for like four, six hours at a time. You, you could go blind, but man. It, and, but you know, and then you would hit the button. You'd have to buy uh, a photocopy card, and you'd hit the button and copy that page from the newspaper to, so you could cite your research. Oh, what a nightmare! But then, I and re- then you would go in the stacks of the old journals as well. And and I didn't appreciate doing that until I went back in the early was it two thousand one to finish my degree. To, before that, because I took a, a you know a multi year break in between. Um, uh, stopping my education, finishing my degree. And the first time it was kind of like, this was an arduous task. And then when I went back and it only took me a year and a half to finish and I went back and it's like, I like doing it. I like being in the stacks and smelling the old journals and you take a book out and you look in the front and you, nobody else, you're the first one to take that book out. And it's like, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Kids don't appreciate that these days, you know, doing the, doing the legwork of, of having to go and cause they can do everything online, having to go and research and actually pull things off shelves and go to a photocopier and photocopy that. And you've got like 400 pages of, of data that you have to go home and read through to, to, you know, formulate your, your thesis and then use, use that to make your citations and everything else. But it's like, holy cow, you'd spend hours, some hours in that library. Sometimes, sometimes I think kids are denied the experience of carrying that heavy bag of books. Home. But I so appreciate it that when I went back to finish my degree, it's like, this is great stuff. Yeah. Well, what, so what a difference years make, it right? Makes, well, it makes it easier. It doesn't necessarily make for, uh, you know, a harder worker. Um, you know, you get used to doing things, uh, you know, easily. Uh, I'm a firm believer that, uh, you know, wrapping kids in bubble wrap and making. Oh, life, yeah, we've been over that ad nauseum on these podcasts. Life, yeah, life, that's making life easier. Doesn't breed, you know, nope. a hardworking kid. Uh, you know, got had an interesting story the other day. Somebody told me they'd you know hired somebody new. Um, you know, the guy's like uh, in his 30s and, you know, day one he shows up. What, but what? What job was this? What but, kind of job know, was you this? Know, I, I don't, I don't want to narrow it down because I don't want anybody to feel singled out. Okay, so let me ask you this: Was it a labor job? No. Like, was it like construction? No. 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 no was no. it a desk type job? Uh, it, it, it could be a time. administrative. Uh, it could, it could be, it could be uh, both. It could be an administrative job. It could be a desk job. You're interacting. But it wasn't, it wasn't physical labor. Like it wasn't no, construction no, 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 type no, 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 thing. No, no, no heavy lifting involved here. But you know, I, I, I think, I think he said late first day and then called in sick day two. And it's like you're done. You're done, right? Like I, I don't. I, I'm, I'm from a generation where, like, you don't do that. Like, you don't, you don't call in sick in day two, and especially not when everybody has been, you know, hiding indoors for seven months. And I mean, call me harsh, but I mean, like, you just, you don't pull a stunt like that and expect to stick around. 
Um, you know, you've got you've got seemingly in a lot of ways. I'm noticing a very lazy generation uh, getting way too comfortable with the idea of being on a serb, which which they've extended. So they're no, well, yeah, but I hand, wonder why. Well, you know, it's real easy to sell people on the idea of you know I'm the nice guy and I'm popular when they're you know getting paid. You know, this Trudeau government uh, should come under fire for you know how it seems to be uh, constantly buying friendships. With uh, or votes, I should say, not, yeah. fr- not real friendships. Uh, it wouldn't qualify. But when I look at uh, you know some of the things going on, I just shake my head and wonder why we haven't called them out on it sooner. And uh, certainly, a complicit media doesn't make it easy to get the word out there. So we encourage everybody to share uh, as much of this information as possible in our effort to uh, you know educate the public about what's really going on in the world of Canadian politics. It's it's global. Uh, I think that uh, I would encourage everybody to keep a close eye on what's going on in the U.S. Uh, for anybody that's ever told me, you know, what do we care about the U.S. for? You're dreaming. It's oh, no, you, yeah. no, 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 no. You're out to lunch if you think that what goes on in the U.S. doesn't have an impact on us here in Canada. Our biggest trading partner. Our biggest, That's all you got to say. Our biggest trading partner, but more importantly, like the USA is, uh, you know, a ginormous mass of people, and we're just a little thin strip of uh, people along their northern border, uh, just in the, uh, you know, edge of Canada. And uh, to think that we wouldn't, uh, you know, or shouldn't rather, keep a close eye on what goes on down there. We've got some interesting stuff going on there. Uh, it's definitely, uh, you know, I hate to use the term, an information war. Uh, yeah, some very much are, so. Some people are trying to, you know, Alex Jones, you know, like, I mean, there's, I tell you, he's a wild guy, but you he's, know, he, yeah, he's a little bit extreme he's, sometimes. He's, he's a little extreme sometimes, but uh, you know what? Uh, he's He's gotten some things right. And I don't often frequent. No, Alex Jones material. No. I've seen it in the past, but he's not. I, I haven't seen anything from him, it, 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 it like in a number of months. I like Jordan Peterson. I like watching Jordan. Yeah, uh, he's fantastic. I, Jordan Peterson is awesome. I would I would love to sit down and talk with him, but I'm afraid I'd have nothing to say that he would find interesting. He's so he's so fucking intelligent. I'd be uh, a little bit intimidated. I, I can hold a conversation in a room with just yeah, about but, anybody, but uh, I gotta admit, I'd be a little bit intimidated by his uh, intellect. He really is. A a, a brilliant. Oh, man. so what you're saying is you would be in, in, in intimidated by Jordan Peterson's intellect, who's a professor, but not Professor Dan. Oh, sledding Professor no, Dan. No, no, now? no. I don't, no, what I will say is that Dan, uh, I got your back. Ac- man. Don't worry, I got your back. <laughs> Academic Dan right, has 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 um, you know. Uh, um, uh, well, obviously, I've spent a bit of. Why time are you tripping to... over your words now, Justin? I'm not. I'm not at all. Uh, what I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> what I'm going to say is is that Dan and I have have already had a pre-existing friendship. No, I know, I know. And now, and now, of course, I've you know I figured out that he's actually a very smart cat too. But I'd love to get Dan and Jordan Peterson in a room together. That would be kind of interesting to watch. The, well, the, you and I could just sit back and listen. We wouldn't even have to... That would be a fun conversation. Uh, King John's got to get back on the show. I know I've uh, I've really wanted to get uh, him on again, because, you know, people seem to like his take on things politically. He's a man of the people, if there ever was one. Yeah, he's a little more uh, blunt. Salt of the earth yep. blunt. No, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that sarcastically. That's just his nature, right? Yeah, you know... I, That's I, what makes him him, I, and why I, why I like having conversation with him, because he just comes out, and he's... And he, 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 he he promises he's not going to swear. Yeah. And 15 seconds later, he breaks his promise. <laughs> you know, he's good about it, though. And uh, we he's always... generally sorry, but it just kind of he can't control himself. <laughs> I, Poor guy. I love I love listening to John. I'm looking forward to getting him back on the show. 
um, you know, the Webley guy made an appearance. Not I haven't listened to that yet. Oh, okay. You got to catch that one. How long is it? You know what? I believe it's uh, 20, uh, 25 minutes or so. And uh, he and I... He had that much in his brain that he could speak what? for 25 he, minutes? You know, I, Pelly. 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 I'm impressed. He's going to be all over you for that one. That's okay. I asked him to come tonight, but he's at work. He couldn't, he couldn't come. He doesn't work. He, well, he's a he, government employee. <laughs> he's not... He's not the... Uh, he's, he's, he's swiping right sitting in his kiosk right now. <laughs> I'm sure... I'm sure he's doing something productive. But, you know... Well, I, I, it depends on how you define productive. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so, now, just to wrap things up, because I'm looking at the time. I got two things before you go. Okay, all right, all right. So we're we're at an hour and seventeen minutes. Go, go. No. Yeah. What no. We, no. No. It's 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 kind of it's kind of late in the game. Oh. You bring okay. Up. Go ahead. So there's there, and again, I'd like people to reply on on the feed for this on on the Instagram feed or on Facebook. I'm very curious that if you're if you're American and you listen to our podcast, yeah. I'd like to know that. Can you post that somewhere and where in the United States you're from? Okay. All right, that seems that if seems. It, that's a good I'm point. just out of strict curiosity. It's kind of um, for got, two for two reasons. I want to do that. I want to see what the reach is like, yeah. and and regionally where in the state you're located. So maybe we can kind of incorporate something from that area of of the states into the podcast. Oh, absolutely. Topical, right? Number two is we made a little trip yesterday. Where? Where were we yesterday? Oh, yeah. A road trip. Oh, you went up to trigger. Yes. Yeah, you know what? And I, we can't speak of everything that we that we but they're they're Well, you know what? They're they're moving into their warehouse. New digs. They've they, you know what? Really nice new digs. Um Outst- outstanding new digs. Outstanding new digs. And uh, you know, uh, always uh, heading down to see the trigger wholesale team and Mark is uh, you know, a fun experience. Uh, I really uh, do enjoy uh, Mark's company. He's actually a lot of fun to hang out with. And and of course, he's very passionate about his work as well. And we took a little stroll. And to the amount of space yeah, so is outstanding. And there's, there's there's a couple other things that we're not going to mention that, that are going to be... We, I, I know for sure one we'll be able to talk about once it's up and running. I'm, I'm, I'm actually jacked. I really, but I'm, I'm really, very excited about a couple I, of the the additions that are that are going to be included in yeah. in their new um, their new digs. There, wish we could tell you more. I, well, I, one we will be able yeah, to at some point, yeah, yeah. for as soon, sure. As soon as soon as it's okay to discuss it, we'll yep. uh, we'll get on it. But but I mean, just the amount of space uh, and the amount of stock that they're going to be able to carry there is is ridiculous. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be good times. I'm uh, really looking forward to it. But uh, you know, let's. Let's wrap this one up. Yeah, those uh, are my two. Those are, those two? are my well, those are my two items. All right, good stuff. Okay, well then you know what? I, th- I think we'll call it a night. I'm uh, definitely looking forward to uh, a few other podcasts. Oh, Scotty. Oh, Scott. Yeah, well, you know what? We yeah, I still haven't heard from you about topic, Scott. Uh, he he he. Did he DM you? Well, you know what? He he. Actually, you forgot? No, 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 no. He he actually he actually commented. Uh, he's happy, definitely, that we've gotten past the 45 minute mark easily around here because it gives him uh, all the necessary content to listen to on his way. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, to everybody else that listens to these podcasts, we really do appreciate it. Um, I love your feedback. Don't be afraid to, uh, as Coach Nick says, make comment. Uh, let our, us know where you're at. Yeah, yeah. Let us know where you're I at. I shouldn't just limit it to, to the Americans because we know, relatively speaking, we know that 
people in Canada. But you know, if you're if you're Canadian, don't not comment. Well, no, of where you're from and where you're listening from, because again, it, I mean, I guess the same philosophy could apply. We could, you know, if it's something out west, we could talk about something that that is topical to s- someone in BC or someone in you know in the Northwest Territories, that, just as easy we could as someone in the United States. That reminds me, I got to get a hold of Bugsy. I got to ask him a couple of things, so I better give him a shout soon. Yeah, Bugsy. Is he? Co- I guess he, is he coming back at all this summer? No, no, no way. No, no. But we uh, we definitely are going to get out there to see him at some point. Uh, I've uh, I've missed hanging out with him. It'll be uh, it'll be fun to catch up. He's doing a lot of fly fishing. Is he? Yeah, yeah. I've never I've never had the pleasure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one one other thing, uh, I encourage everybody to get your votes in uh, for the uh, uh, conservative leadership race. Everybody's uh, receiving. If you haven't checked the mail and you haven't gotten it yet, uh, you should have received uh, your, your. If you haven't contacted your your MPP, I guess your conservative MPP. Yeah, get, get your get your ballot and uh, certainly cast your vote any way you like. Uh, you know, I'm not going to tell people how to vote. I have my own personal choices in all this, and I, I think I've made it uh, pretty clear who I think is uh, the best suited. And uh, you know, we've got uh, we got that. What else have we got? I don't know. I think we're pretty good. Yeah, we're good in this point. Yeah. Okay. Well, then let's call it a night. All right, Coach Nick. I appreciate you uh, joining me. For always, this always, podcast. always a pleasure. Good times. Good times. Thank you so much, folks, for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube and on Instagram. And as always, Canada, don't forget to shoot straight. Stay safe.